0: it's the morning DNA for October 5th that's right it's October uh, 2020 oh yeah that happened <laughs> and uh, I am Aaron for the man of a single black shirt she is Danae says uh, or Danae Hughes either one either way you want to go and she is the woman of a million distractions including about to spill her coffee all over uh, I'm not, her it's electronic not, equipment No. <laughs> Uh, and we are here to see what the morning is made of. That is the morning DNA. And thanks to the dozens of people who are watching, uh we appreciate. There's more you, than dozens. We appreciate. One. You do- there's
1: out. there's more than one dozen.
0: <laughs> that's why that's why I pluralized it. That's why I said dozens. But
1: then wouldn't dozens be like 24 at least?
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: It was only 24 that.
0: for a second there. You know. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Maybe you maybe missed it.
1: I have to tell you guys. I really. I don't know if it bothers you guys as much as it bothers me. And good morning to my beloved friends that are watching from the platform that shall not be named. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually get to see Abby soon. Next weekend, we're going to be oh, doing nice. an event in Branson. It's really, really cool. Uh, we're going to be lining the streets of uh, in Branson, just waving to people, saying hello and giving love. And so mm-hmm. she's a pretty cool person. If you're on that uh, platform, I give her, give her a hello. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I... I am. I'm not sure if it bothers you guys as much as it bothers me. But like this light that I'm using, it's constantly changing how this room is lit, and my I, I don't know.
0: It's don't not know. the light. It's the camera. Oh, okay. the camera has a white balance uh, auto what white balance do, feature. And, <laughs> well,
1: we it's got. It's making got, me crazy, Aaron.
0: <clears throat> we we I got you. Aaron. We got. Come listen, we <laughs> See, we doing it right now. <laughs> we got you a uh, a different <laughs> camera. We just have to figure out how to set it up in there for oh, you. Oh, you mean
1: this isn't gonna work? Just this little mount, like this, just this thing sticking out of it. That's Listen, not gonna work. <laughs> find some
0: duct tape. Just duct tape that thing on somewhere. You could
1: like just duct tape it to the back of my
0: computer. Sure, that'll work. Sure. Anyway,
1: I'm distracted by that. I'm also, I'm, I'm very distracted this morning. But that's part of the intro, so I guess that's normal. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know that any of us are uh, surprised that you are distracted. By oh things. my
1: gosh, I have to, I have to throw up this comment from uh, Slab who says that Branson, it's like Vegas if it was run by Ned Flanders. <laughs>
0: This, is true. Ah, so this is true. This is true. This is true. It's really true. <laughs> it is very, very true. Uh,
1: Nick says, no, no, it's March 206th. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. that. Yeah, I saw definitely. a meme over the weekend that was like January, February. And then I think it said, I think it just said Corona,
0: December. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Also accurate. Uh, who who knows uh, how if, if December will also be included, uh, <laughs> you know, at this point. Right. Who, who knows what, what is going to happen uh, with any of this stuff. But, on the uh, good
1: morning train we uh, Sargo says it's not the light it's not the camera, it's the action that's probably true, me moving around is doing
0: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> sorry you know, I mean, you've already admitted you know that you're probably the one that bothers the most even if other people see it, it's know, not going to bother them Here's as the thing. much as it bothers you
1: I'm having incredible light sensitivity today and so oh. it's extra today yeah. maybe I should just turn this light off see what
0: happens it, it will Ooh. get dark, yeah see
1: this is why you guys watch the show
0: we are now about to enter uh into 23 straight minutes of danae playing with her lights
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine oh i actually did not want to turn that back on uh how was your weekend friend
0: Uh, it was good. It was good. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's marching band season around here. My boys are always in marching band. And so there was another, uh, marching band, what, like adapted marching band competition where, you know, there's social distancing and it's not really a competition. It's more of just like an instructional. So, yeah, Hmm. um, so uh, yeah, it's it is what it is. Everybody's living a, a kind of a different life right now, and uh, we're we're definitely included in that. It's interesting. How about you?
1: Normal weekend, although yeah. we did have a chance to clean the house. Isn't this an exciting thing to talk about? Everybody, mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. When you have a three year old and you're you know someone watches the child for you, my husband and I were like, we're gonna eat quietly. <laughs> we're gonna um, play a game of um, Sagrada without interruption, and then we're gonna clean the house. So, it was a fantastic experience. Highly recommend that's nice. it.
0: That's nice.
1: It does feel good to have, to get your house, like, back to normal or to, like, clear your space out. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm going to continue that boring conversation, like, spoiler alert, during for my uh for my topic, topic today.
0: today. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Well, before we get into uh, kind of the rest of the show, uh, just an update from our amazing Team DNA members. We are welcoming Anthony to the family as a member of Team, Team DNA. I feel like I need, like, the... Come on, Fahugua gods. Come on, Fahugua gods. Yeah, uh, exactly. No, but Anthony is part of Team DNA now. So thank you very oh much. Gosh. We appreciate you. That Amazing. means we are now two thank you. away from the next milestone and uh, two more members of Team DNA. And you get to pick a different shirt for me to wear for an entire <laughs> Week and by week, Danae wants to make sure that you know we mean uh, five days of shows. Um, yes, so, we yes. decided
1: that uh, later in the week last week mm-hmm. that it's not just a normal week; it has to be five days of wear. Because on the off chance that we don't go live, right? Except for Monday, that's kind of lame.
0: Yeah, so. or awesome, I, depending <laughs> on if you're the person who has to wear the shirt. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, um, it's been a week. I forgot. Yeah. When do I read our cool?
0: It's the first thing we do when we get into the show proper. You ready to shoe the dough? Let's do it. All right, let's, let's shoe a do dough. It. We're gonna kick it off with the FAQs, the friendship application questions. Uh, we do this every Monday. Danae, what's the for uh, randomness
1: for uh, random the new purposes. FAQ
0: for today?
1: All right, this one's pretty easy, guys. Um, and again, these are questions for friendship. Impl- like, if you want to be friends, mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I made this years ago, and then I found it when I was cleaning out my stuff.
0: Is that peanut butter jelly this. sandwich on the front? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, just
1: It's a it says pick me. There's no PB and J without PB.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then it says pick me. I'm way cuter. Tee mm Mhm. And then it says, cries. Oh my God, please pick me. I'm all natural. And I hold these two together.
0: So I'm so I, I have some thoughts uh before we get into the question on your peanut butter and jelly characters. Uh number one, spread that stuff to the edges, please. <laughs> Nobody likes to bite you know, like just bread around the edges. <laughs> like, you know, come on, you gotta spread that stuff out. Secondly, are you making a sandwich with three pieces of bread? Because I don't,
1: I don't know if I've, I I'm guessing I found this image somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, because
1: I don't know that I or somebody made it,
0: which, yeah. listen,
1: there was downtime when I worked at this job, a <laughs> lot of downtime and a lot of really bored. People. I just have
0: I have metaphysical questions about the existence of these sentient pieces of bread uh, with different toppings on them, because it sounds like the peanut butter and the jelly are talking, but it looks like the bread is the part that has hands and legs. And so, No, they all have hands and legs. No, I know. But when you get to the peanut butter and jelly parts, is it the peanut butter talking or is it the bread with peanut butter on it talking? Oh, I see what you're
1: saying. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, like, is there there sentient peanut butter with a face on sentient bread with arms and legs or is it just one creature with peanut butter on his face? I'm just saying these are the important questions if you're going to put that in front of me.
1: I Uh, agree. Um, also, I want to apologize for anyone who's listening to the podcast and can't see it at all. It's <laughs> That's just, true. That's it's fair just enough. bread with stuff spread on it, but if, not to the edges.
0: If you would like to uh, to see it, you can uh, head to YouTube.com uh, slash Aaron and Danae. So, um,
1: Nick points out that the bread seems like a whiner.
0: So. <laughs> they all seem like a whiner.
1: And Elizabeth, you know, she's going to come right alongside you and say that you're asking the real questions, It's important.
0: These are the important things we
1: have to ask. (laughs) Okay, so here's question number three. Okay. Which came first? Eggs? Okay. Spuds? Okay. Chickens?
0: Okay. Or Oreos? Okay.
1: These are the important questions I have on my friendship application.
0: Which came first? Spuds? Eggs?
1: Chicken and Oreos. Chicken
0: Chicken or chickens?
1: That says chickens.
0: Chickens, plural. Eggs, buds, yeah. chickens, or Oreos?
1: Now, as, and my the person who filled out this form many many years ago said Oreos.
0: Oreos came first. Uh, I love this
1: gonna, world that he's creating.
0: Well, no, no, no. That's I'm going to choose Oreos as well, and I'm just going to assume. The, oh, really? the, Yeah, I'm going to assume the uh, question is talking about like what you eat first when you're presented with those options. Um, <laughs> and so, or or maybe which is leaving your body first uh, after you eat all of those things
1: you know i think i'm gonna like you can't take my friendship application too seriously i'm going spuds for sure because i love spuds i love potatoes yeah if yeah. it was a if there was a potato in front of me and okay i guess it depends on how the spud is prepared and the egg for that and the chicken
0: all of it but oreo is ready to consume you are right aaron i'm just saying the oreo is right there ready to pop in the mouth <sighs> i don't want to take a bite out of a raw potato but i love spuds man
1: Boil them, yeah. mash them, stick them stick in, in a stew. stew. Yeah,
0: I hear you. Cyragdo says he
1: miss, he or she, I, I, I apologize, uh, misses potatoes. I don't know why you would miss them. Are you <laughs> allergic now?
0: I hey, you never know. Could be a uh, Skadorba says
1: on. eggs came before uh, chicken and spuds were domesticated 10,000 years ago. We have somebody who is a historian of the egg mm-hmm, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew says, well, the first thing that comes first in what to eat, Oreos will always supersede <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This question isn't isn't that hard. Uh, Oreos first. Oreos first.
1: Sarcastic honey badger
0: cookies. Oh. Hydrox cookies
1: came before Oreos. I don't know what those are.
0: Uh, it's like an imitation Oreo, although Sarcastic Honey Badger is saying they came first. So maybe Oreo is an imitation Hydrox. Either oh. way, no thank you.
1: Well, you want to do some quick Googling? It's my
0: favorite part of the show. <laughs> uh, also, no thank you to Steven who says double stuff Oreos are the best. Wrong. They're the I, worst. I love double stuff Oreos. Oreo though. thins are the best. As little of that stuffing stuff as possible. That's the gross part. Cookies, the good part. I mean,
1: is this a fun thing? Like, What a weird friendship application this is. Causing just such a fun random conversation about our preferences for food. Slab says spuds take longer to cook, so they are first. (laughs) I understand that logic.
0: Kenan's comment, uh, Oreos, because my velociraptor might eat the others. I want it to be (laughs) safe.
1: Nice call out to the previous questions. Call back from Kenan. Call back. Oh my gosh.
0: Matt says, and on the second day, God created cream-filled chocolate cookies, and behold, they were okay. And on the third day. God created milk and behold it was much much better.
1: Bravo. That's, that's I missed my that bible verse. Voice. Yeah, that yeah, was really that good. That was re- that sounded really like reverend holy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's my uh that's my narration uh like uh documentary narration voice.
1: Yeah. Well, you've got to really, you know, I don't know if people know that about you, that you do like voiceover work and such. You have I occasionally that ability. Do.
0: I occasionally do. It's fun when somebody will go to work at Lowe's and they'll be like, I heard somebody that sounded just like you in my Lowe's training videos. And I'm like, that was me. <laughs> I, am I that do guy. the Lowe's training videos. I'm that I guy. When,
1: I remember when you would get those scripts in the studio and you'd have to like do your voiceover work. And mm-hmm. it always mm-hmm. shocked me because you're never, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word. I guess self-conscious. self conscious, yeah, self conscious. You were never mm-hmm. really self conscious, and so I would be able to sit in the studio with you while you did your voiceover work. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had to do anything for voiceover, it was like clear the area. I need to be alone.
0: Yeah, like, I. Well, I, but the stuff I was, I mean, I if it was performative, I might have cleared the area.
1: That's true. and That's true. It, it was
0: really. I mean, it's it, instructional videos are. You know, narration is just... Yeah,
1: that's different. You know, You're right. Talk
0: to your supervisor if such and such <laughs> happens. If ever you find that a hammer has put it through your thumb, please contact the emergency personnel on site.
1: <laughs> that was never something you actually said, right?
0: As far as you know. As far as you know. I, did, I didn't I did have uh, anything like that, for sure.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, this has Peanut been Peanut butter on
0: an Oreo. What are you doing, Kinnon? What are you doing? <laughs> Why? Why, Kinnon? Why? All right. We need to move on. We need to yeah, move on. Uh, let's get do. to the DNA and you. Uh, we like to uh, have a topic from each of us that includes D, DNA, A, Aaron, and you. So be thinking about what your topic uh, or question this morning will be. Uh, we can't wait to uh, to hear it. And if you want to go ahead and put it in the chat now, you are welcome to do that. But please put the letter U before your question, like U colon question, that kind of thing, so that we can spot it easier when we go back through uh, the questions. Did you uh, see that I was yes. super doing it, man. Thank, thank you, man, Vanna Denae White.
1: It. I'm like the
0: is, is this the A? Can't you just do this? Can't Shut you, up. <laughs> can you, can you just stick those thumbs out and make the A? Hey. <laughs> does an A have to be an upside down V? Gotta give it super simple for me. Uh-huh. Sure. It's Monday, man. Yeah, totally. Super,
1: super simple.
0: Uh all right, Danae, kick us off with the D topic. What do you got?
1: All right. So um my topic to say is is um what is the ninja chore? You know, one that suddenly appears out of nowhere. I swear to Pete, I just put the toys away is my reference.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. felt
1: like last time that I did my topic, um, it wasn't clear what I was trying to say. So I've decided that maybe I need to write paragraphs for my
0: topic. Yes, I've noticed now. that. Eventually, uh, we are probably a week away from Danae's question <laughs> taking up the entire screen. It's, this is just what <laughs> it,
1: it was late afternoon. <laughs> the sun was shining through my mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought to myself, self, perhaps I could do topic on. Oh, I don't know, pizza crust. Is <laughs> that is that about? Is that about what's yes. Instead happen? of
0: what is your favorite pizza crust? Uh, that is <laughs> that is Danae's, Danae's version of that topic.
1: No, I mean, as I kind of mentioned, we had a nice little cleaning uh moment where we just ran through the house and actually got to put some stuff away. Iris is not developing consistent cleaning habits. We're not really like forcing her to just like put everything away. Mm-hmm. Although she's really yeah. good at some things. Anyway. The ninja chore is what I decided it was called because we clean the house. She appears back in the home and then I turn around and suddenly there was like three toys, completely unexpected places. One was in the bathroom on the sink. One was in my in my bed on my pillow. She put one of her little beds uh, or her little uh, animals to bed, nice. which was actually nice. kind of cute. Um, and then the other one was like in the middle of the floor. And I'm just like, this is life. I understand. She's three. I'm not. I am not the kind of person. If you know me. And those who don't, you just have to trust me when I say, I am super okay with chaotic living (laughs) to a certain degree. It's okay. Like things everywhere, piles and stuff is how I was raised. And Mm -hmm. so, but I've been like trying to tweak myself to go into the clean, clean area or even my friend, Abby, uh, who is a minimalist who just, you walk in and every surface is just a surface and Mm. everything has a place. And it's just like this a magical world. You're kind of like that, Aaron. You're sort of like the blend of the two. Interesting. Where you have things, but they all go somewhere.
0: Yeah. I don't know when that started. Um, my uh, my brain really likes order and efficiency. And so yeah. the idea that everything should have a place. I'm also very minimalistic. And I know yeah. that that is uh, that can be at issue with others, too, because people like things available. And I like them put away. And, you know, I like all counters, tables, like completely clear, you know, things in the studio table
1: right now, though.
0: Like, (laughs) yes, you don't. (laughs) Yes. Coming in this room is a nightmare for me right now.
1: (laughs) It's chaos in there.
0: It is chaos in here right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think that's part of what you're talking about the Like, yeah, I'm okay yeah. with chaos. Like, I, it doesn't, it's not to the point where uh, I, like, it affects my well-being. But I do prefer when I'm cleaning that things be, like, even if, like, you've got to have the coffee maker on the kitchen counter. Right. I want it in a corner. I don't want it in the middle of the, like, I, you know, I just want as much surface surface real estate is possible and yeah i've been i've been learning
1: that there's just there's a real beauty to that but then developing the patterns and the habits to get there is tricky and so i'm really proud of myself in this new house because you have a clean slate you got a clean start and i've been doing pretty good but it was insane to me that it was within just minutes i turned around and it was like the 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 clean slate started to have oh yeah Artwork on it as um, I like to call and within like 24 hours we have the kitchen clutter pile is back and all these things are happening and I think it starts with that first ninja that ninja chore that like that ninja place it's like was that first thing for us it was the toys they broke the scene and everything else just flooded in and so. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: uh, I've got a lot of thoughts here. Uh, the first thing that came to mind when you're talking about how clutter starts is mail, junk mail. And oh it just it's like it just lands on the kitchen table or it lands somewhere on a kitchen counter <sighs> and then it just starts to pile up. And it's just like at some point, my friend. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You just Anne. got You just got to, you just got, I almost said delete it. You just got to delete, delete that stuff. You got to delete it, guys. <laughs> Clear it out of the inbox.
1: <laughs> so my friend Teresa, she's a professional organizer. She has encouraged my husband who gets the mail to just, before it even comes in the house, just put it in the trash before it comes in. And I have this weird thing where I have to, like, I have to open it and then see if there's anything important in there. Mm -hmm. like personal information. And then I shred stuff, but then I have to be in a shredding mood. And so it piles up, but you're absolutely right. There's like clutter. There's, there's these, there's signs that you're kind of like outside of your, like where yeah. like the, the hot zone. Um, but if you talk got...
0: about ninja chores, we've got some great ones here. I think Elizabeth has uh, the granddaddy of them all because laundry is never done, and the reason laundry is never oh, done, gosh. unless you're me, uh, is because you know you do there's... laundry. <laughs> no, but it's done because I've only got one outfit, <laughs> so I just I just do that outfit once a week, and then laundry's done. See, Wait, whoa,
1: works. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you only wash your clothes once a week.
0: Why would you wash them more than once a week? What's I don't understand. Goodbye, I'm everybody. I'm confused. What is the? <laughs> Been great knowing
1: you. <laughs> what? But it, but if it gets dirty, you clean it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I wash my sure. workout clothes every day. You know, like I am stuff around I sweat you. In, I you don't
1: smell like feces. <laughs>
0: Thank- well, thank you. What an amazing compliment, Danae Hughes. I appreciate that so much. I know. Have a friend that will let you know you don't smell like feces. Hey, that's those are the best kind.
1: You do. I'm going to tell you, if there's something in your teeth or hanging out of sure, of course, off your pants when you walk out of the bathroom, and if you smell like poop, I'll tell you.
0: No, there's always laundry to be done, and as soon as as soon as you do it, there's more to do. So yeah, that's I don't even that's count laundry anymore. Uh, Matthew says, leaves in the yard and on the deck. I'm looking at a blanket of them now. Yeah, this is the ninja chore in the fall for sure. Uh, this is why you just don't care about leaves. See, that's the thing. That's, that's <laughs> no, how you solve no, no, this no, no, one. No, 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 no. just don't care.
1: No. Apathy
0: you, well, is unless, your friend.
1: Unless you want, if you want to have the patchy yard, then don't care about the leaves. Yeah. But yeah. if you care about your yard being one Listen, color.
0: you want You want to go off on a bunny trail here because yard pressure is something I could talk about for a long time. The idea that your yard's supposed to look a certain way. It has nothing to do with the health of your home. It has nothing to... It's all appearance-based. Like, let your grass grow. I don't care. Live in a forest. What does that have to do with me? I, like, yard pressure is the worst. I think it is It is one of those... It's right up there with, like, parent shaming and yard shaming, man. Like, just let it go. I don't care. Go off, Aaron! Make it look how you want to look. It's yours. Punch oh. it, man! <laughs> I don't know.
1: Man, it was... I don't think I've seen you that intense before. Uh, Kenan, Slightly
0: uncomfortable. Kenan says getting dog hair off the uh the couch or doing dishes. Okay, I super like
1: read that wrong, Kenan. I read getting dog hair off of the couch or dishes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, listen, if you've got dog hair on the dishes, <laughs> probably do want to take care of that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, dog hair,
1: be... we used to have a St. Bernard, and Whew. she's a shedder. That was, you couldn't get, there was just no living without dog mm-hmm. hair at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steven says, I would clean up all the dog's toys and put them in his toy bin. And as soon as I do that, he would go and decide now he wants to play with all of his toys Mm -hmm. and pull five of them out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep.
1: I need to teach my dogs how to put them back in for treats. That'd be cool. Right. Yeah. Like There's dogs who can go to refrigerators and open it up and retrieve beverages for their owners. Why can't I train the dog to put the toys back away?
0: Nick says that the is kid-
1: one that I forgot. Yeah,
0: Nick says the kids' bathroom mirror. As soon as I do it, they brush their teeth and it looks like they sneeze toothpaste all over it. Listen, <laughs> kids are the factor here, and Danae, you are realizing that more and more. And you know, it's a and, lot, and, and you've just got one. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, like multiple kids in the house it just absolutely multiplies the inability to keep things clean. I have so much grace. For parents, especially parents of young children. Um, I know you feel self conscious if I walk in your home that there's toys all over or whatever. Oh my Don't gosh. that's normal. In fact, it's healthy in many ways because it means you have a house that's being lived in. You yeah. know, and that your your kid has a place to explode. And I think that's that's good. Uh so yeah, lots lots of grace for young parents, especially.
1: Yeah. Uh when when do the children go from young to <laughs> Well Like what's the cutoff?
0: To, Listen, teenager is a whole different kind of mess, <laughs> and that's you know you, you remember your own bedroom as a teenager.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Oh my definitely, goodness! Definitely.
1: So oh, you get you're getting some love for your um your your yard rant.
0: Thank you. I, and listen, it,
1: and also some su- also some suggestions to just you know mow it, mow mow the yard, mow those leaves.
0: That. You can do that. Instant I'm just mulch. saying, even if you don't want to mow your yard, don't mow your yard. You know, I know the city wants to make you, and I just think that's silly. Like, have long yard. Who cares? Who cares?
1: Kadorna says it's we just, just
0: ac- appearance. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just really funny. Kadorna says we just accept that we eat a certain
1: amount of dog hair every day. <laughs> it's
0: true. It's true. It's like that fake, uh, fake stat that you you know swallow x number so of bugs every time you sleep. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The urban legend.
1: Yeah, that's an urban legend, everybody. Don't believe that and then talk about it on live on air as if it's true. Listen, anybody
0: doing what we do has has unfortunately broadcast an urban legend a time or two. Yeah, Uh, it's hard not to. Doing your research on
1: what you read on the Internet takes time and energy, Mm -hmm. something not everyone wants to spend doing. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing about tall grass Mm -hmm. is about ticks. Sure. says Scott Scott says the one thing about not wanting high grass is that ticks are bad. That's super true. Also like those are little you, like, rolling and around stuff, in
0: your tall grass like <laughs> who doesn't
1: who doesn't just run to the yard and roll around
0: uh, your we- grass is so high that you're like in Gladiator and you're Russell Crowe like rubbing your hand over the top of your grass as you're walking through your yard. <laughs> that's
1: right. Isn't that as sp- oh I don't want to sp- I don't want to spoil a movie that's really really old so I won't. Well then don't. <laughs> Hiding in the yard, Slab says ticks, snakes, mole people.
0: Mhm, mhm,
1: yeah. Hey, listen, like if you it. have mole people or gnomes or fairies living in your yard, just try to create them a little safe space, a little habitat mm-hmm. to live in. I love that my mom did that. Anyway, that's my I, that's uh, oh that's another day. Hold on, I'm gonna write down this topic. While I'm...
0: Okay, go for it. Making I can't in, say it out loud. Instant show prep with Danae Hughes. Yeah, this is, this is All right, we ready life. to move on? Move on to the A topic then. Do it. Uh, It's my topic for today. What do you love that existed before you did? Uh, What is something in the that was in the world and popular before you were born? That is just one of your favorite things. I got mine. Um, This came to me because I was thinking about uh, last night. uh, My parents came over and we were playing cards. Uh, We like to play a game called Shanghai. Uh, It's a lot of fun. But I put on a a 50s and 60s music playlist, and it was just all the hits from the 1950s and the 1960s. And it was just so fun because we all knew them all. We were all singing the words. And I just remember growing up with a lot of those songs and things that my parents loved from when they were growing up, but became kind of mine too. And so, you know, we're, we're seeing cool. who put the bop in the bop, shoo-wop, shoo-wop, and, you know, all those kind of, uh, you know, run around. Diggy, diggy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things where you just, uh, you just love something that isn't necessarily supposed to be your era, but for whatever reason you have a like nostalgic attachment to it. And yeah, we just, you know, listened for a couple hours to great music. So that's cool. Yeah.
1: It's interesting because I'm I'm kind of watching some of the comments come in and there mm-hmm. was instantly this flood of, of music.
0: Yes. Music and, is a big one. Yeah.
1: And you said you said, what do you love that existed before you did? And I went toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, like, come man, on. That, you you that find toilet paper so useful. It's so great.
1: It's so great.
0: You love like, toilet paper. Thank like, you God just, for
1: toilet paper. You're yeah. just going
0: through your day, and you're just like, you know what I love?
1: Toilet, toilet paper, toilet man. Toilet paper, man. Hey, when you've had somebody that's traveled to, like, the ends of the world with, like, Peace Corps and stuff, mm-hmm, and they bring mm-hmm. back stories about how other people have to use the bathroom around the world, you're thankful <laughs> for the simple things. <laughs> and so... And and I'm not, that wasn't like a comment even for like coronavirus situation. Mm -hmm. I just, it was the first thing that popped into my mind. Like, and maybe it's beyond just TP. Maybe it's just like in general, how easy we have it with our home, like environment. uh, Most of us at the very least.
0: Lots of great stuff here. Lots of great stuff from our... Our uh, our our viewers. Yeah, uh, Scott says big band swing music. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, love See, the big band music. Era.
1: That's so smart. And you yeah. as you were talking, I was thinking about like music and uh, artists that my parents introduced me to. So mm-hmm. yeah, like Cat Stevens was somebody that I would have never listened to, but now I have this bond with Cat Stevens.
0: Slab says uh, my parents. I that mean, works. that's a good call. That's a, a good call. call, Slab. Um <laughs> very nice.
1: I'm glad that we're. I'm glad that you enjoy them.
0: Sarcastic honey badger says Oreos. Uh-huh. True to your yep. name.
1: Yep. Just haba s- says Yes, yeah, see? More music.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that Nick agrees with me. Uh, it, it's just scrolled by. Hold on a second. Let me go back. Toilet paper is the answer. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: this is a sweet one. Scott says my wife is 15 days older than me, so I'm gonna say that. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, that's
1: cute. <laughs> nice. I love that.
0: Jake, I love your choices too. Jazz, good choice. The Beatles, great choice. And Carol Burnett, also a great choice. She's great. Yeah, for sure. I haven't
1: I, I only know her from the commercials, but she's great.
0: Nick says Star Wars. Why is this always my answer? And that answer makes me feel old because I was born before Star Wars was. Uh about a year. Or two years. Was it 76 or 77? I think it was 77. I think it was born two years before Star Wars came out. So
1: And then uh, Stephen adds, does Star Wars count? Of course so it does. If you love. were born after
0: Star Wars, of course it counts.
1: Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. It's for says Bacon.
0: Yeah. I do like Kevin Bacon. He's good in a lot of stuff. Tremors. Yeah. He's really good in Tremors.
1: Um, here's one from Lolly. My family plays uh, my family play an old Victorian parlor game called Is That Your Bill? Hmm. It's hard to explain succinctly, but it involves lying on the floor
0: blindfolded. Okay,
1: I don't know if I should keep reading. I'm kidding. Uh, lying on the floor blindfolded and hitting each what with a rolled up newspaper?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Who hasn't played that?
1: <laughs> I don't know if we're getting trolled. Lolly, I know you would never, like make something crazy up, would you? Lolly! <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Uh, shout out to the Dick Van Dyke show from Scott. Agree, totally. Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals, yes. Gin uh, mentioned mm. as well. Gin so is there delicious.
1: You go. Oh, here's Kenan adding not just a paper, double ply. Mm-hmm. Amen! I mean, how Matt good sang. do we have it?
0: Exactly. You don't appreciate the things you have until you had to poop in a hole in the floor.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying, you guys. Without actually saying it that way, that is what I was saying. Thank you.
0: I mean, so you know, where do we go? Like, I appreciate the the fire and water and <laughs> see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now you're thinking.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh,
1: Stephen's thankful for Aaron and Danae who existed before.
0: Aw, that's thank really. You. Sweet. Although, did I, I'm going to get technical here? Did Aaron and Danae? exist before Stephen, or did aaron exist and danae existed because aaron and danae didn't exist until what like oh uh, that's
1: true 2011,
0: 2011.
1: so good point know,
0: somebody who is nine
1: could say that but <laughs> I, I don't know and if they're very aware of us which would be fantastic mm-hmm. yeah yeah good good stuff
0: mariella says vaccines also a great choice super great good choice. choice as well
1: nine I don't know uh, why. Sorry, I could said that.
0: but No, I you're that. good. Ready to head on to the U topic? We're going to yes. take a look at uh, your topics or questions. Now, anything goes. Feel free to ask any question you want to ask us. Uh, we may not answer it. Uh, that, of course, is our choice, but we would love to uh, hear what you want to know. So, again, just uh, put a you at the front so we can identify it as a you question or you topic. It can be a question, topic, anything you want us to talk about. Uh, Danae, you got one to pull up?
1: Yes, but it's uh, just funny because it starts with the U, but it's actually not related to this at all. It was whenever <laughs> Lolly was saying, UK didn't get spuds until we visited uh, America.
0: Tricky Lolly. <laughs> Putting a U at the front, but not in the way that we meant.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So this one comes from Mariella says, U Topic, do you have an Oscars best picture, best actor, actress predictions? And I'm going to leave this one to you, Mr. Aaron.
0: No, I mean, in a year like this. I don't even know how to begin thinking about that, to be honest. And the Oscars have already said they're taking movies through, what, February? So, uh, like, it's not even going to be this year. And most of the movies that are going to be in conversation, as always, are going to be movies that come out later in the year. Uh, I happen to have seen The Trial of the Chicago 7 um, that comes out on Netflix uh, in a couple weeks. And I think there's some performances from that that'll probably get attention. I think that movie will probably get attention. Um, but in a year like this, man, anything could happen. Uh, you could see Elizabeth Moss getting a nomination for Invisible Man. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's just such a dearth of stuff that's come out. Um, but I think I think it will it will heat up because they're going to start releasing some more "quote unquote" Oscar bait films uh, here in the next couple months, and we'll see how that goes.
1: I wanted to circle back to a comment that I missed that I have seen now regarding uh, when we were talking about mole people and mulch. Matt mm-hmm. added that you just mow over the mole people, and you also have instant mulch.
0: I have uh, audio of Danae thinking about <laughs> mowing over uh, oh little gosh. little creatures in the reaction. Eating the blades. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh, we should release that sometime. This
0: sometime, uh, this sometime. question
1: comes from Elizabeth, who says. What instruments do your kids play in marching band?
0: Uh, tubas. My two that are in right now play the tuba. Uh, my two that were in before played the mellophone in marching band, which is the French horn and concert band. Um, so basically the sound of the French horn for marching is stretched into more like a trumpet kind of thing called the mellophone, in in case you're unfamiliar with that. Um, so yeah, so mellophone, mellophone, tuba, tuba. Is kind of how my kids have gone
1: um i think jake was saying this in response to the on the floor beating each other thing but the, mm. uh jake adds that sounds like boar on the floor so maybe this is a thing i don't know
0: that is a reference to a tv show called the uh, succession okay. and a uh very insane um demeaning game that oh no the rich people played uh oh that show leave
1: it to me to bring up a really awkward comment you're welcome
0: well it's not i mean it's not awkward it's fu- it's actually really funny th- to relate Boar on the floor to that but i don't know that a lot of people necessarily would get that
1: um also Skadarva says uh to danae's point people said that they want to live back in time but wouldn't act it would be horrible i just wanted to say even though this wasn't a you qu- topic i i have thought about this so many times like where if would you go in the future would you go into the past I just feel like if I go into the past, I would be like considered some kind of a witch or something. I would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, instantly people would be afraid of me and want to kill me. And so I would—I don't know that I would go back in history because I don't I, I would be such a.
0: You'd have to be very, very careful with your knowledge.
1: Well, that not sure. only my knowledge, but just being like a strong female. Like, imagine imagine me going back whenever women had to be like really quiet and, and control themselves. Like, how would I do that? <laughs> I wouldn't. I would instantly, instantly be a bad thing. Um, Daniel asks, favorite cinema video. Ooh,
0: that's a hard one. That's a one. tough one.
1: That's a really, really hard one. Um, there's a lot of them that I, I think that I'm really, really proud of. But you know,
0: uh That's kind of think- where my brain goes too. I think that's just yeah. normal for us to think that way of like like I think of um Skyscraper as one that I wrote with Jeremy that I really love how it turned out. And it's kind of the first one um in writing where I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is really fun and and it got a lot of good response. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, mine are more, uh, more emotional and personal. Uh, Chicken Little was one uh, mostly because I really channeled being a writer differently. And so I found that writing process to be pretty awesome.
0: Uh, Nick says, how did you get the Lowe's training video gig? Did you do any other kind of VO work? Does Denae do it too?
1: Great question.
0: Great question. We'll take them one at a time. Uh, Lowe's training video gig came to me. uh, I was referenced from a voiceover friend of mine who uh, was asked if he wanted to do the gig and his plate was too full. And so he said, hey, are you interested in this? I'll pass your name along. And I said, yes. Uh, And so that's kind of how that one came about. Did I do any other kind of VO work? Yes. Uh, I have done regional, uh, commercials. Um, I've done telephone stuff, uh, you know, just kind of pretty much the basic voiceover stuff, uh, that people do to pass the time. So, yeah. And today, I,
1: I have not made like an official VO, uh, profile and kind of put myself out into the professional VO community. So I would say I do not, but I have been told that it would be a good move to make Um, especially since I have my own setup here at the house, I think it'd be a lot easier. Um, Since, uh, you know, Corona has changed the landscape of so, so many things, one of the things that forced me to do was actually create this setup. And so I think I probably could do something like that, you know, when I have free time.
0: (laughs) You see, that's the thing. What I learned when I was pursuing voiceover more intently is it really is a full-time gig to get your foot in the door. If you really want to pursue voiceover, not only do you have to have the skills and the training and continue to get better at what you do and at your craft, which takes time, you also have to constantly be submitting um, auditions, yeah. especially when you're starting out. Now, if you are if you break and you hit it big and you're known as one of the big names in voiceover, then I think that that eases up a little bit. But for the yeah, most like part, the you're guy... constantly turning in auditions. So, the the,
1: the yeah. in a world guy, right?
0: In a world, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Uh let's see. Hold it's on. Been- I gotta
0: I gotta I gotta uh put this up. Sweet chicken sir says you also need to have a nice voice. Mm. Hold tight there. Hold tight there because everybody's voice Hang on is-, there, buddy. is interesting, right? Because the the type of voice and tone and texture that is preferred has changed throughout the years and that often happens with a fresh voice coming in and going why can't this be a voice that people want to listen to talk about stuff and so don't ever sell your voice short I think communication and acting are important if you're going to do voiceover you need to take acting classes um, because the way you perform or, or have inherent acting ability because the way you perform has a lot to do with the same techniques of doing a character or performing in that way so the Voice is not the highest thing on the list as far as talent uh, is concerned. Your voice is almost uh, secondary or tertiary to other things that are that are more important. So or just be aware that.
1: or fifth area or like, sixth area do mm-hmm. it. Yes, exactly. What the did list I just keeps on
0: growing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake says, Utopic, topic, uh, is there a certain career field you would never want your children to go into one day? Yeah, there are plenty actually. Most of them uh, for me probably involve danger. Um, I would not want I'll just say the military. And I don't mean that as a slight uh, to anyone who has served. I just mean I wouldn't want my kids in the military just because I would be concerned about their safety and um, race car driving. That's another one. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there, I think for me, the most part, I would, I would not want them to be in professions where um, they could get hurt. Uh, professional football would be another one uh, that I genuinely would not want them to be a part of. Mm. So what about I you think,
1: Um, Any kind of a modeling field? Uh, that's I think. a
0: tough field. Yeah.
1: Mostly because there's just so many different people's opinions on what beauty is. And I think maybe the, the community is changing now. There's more voices for diversity and body
0: mm-hmm.
1: normalizing our what our real bodies look like versus what they need to look like for a campaign or something. But I still think that's a confusing environment. And, um, yeah, I think that would be scary for me. Just just because I, I would—you uh, can't really regulate what's being—how what, she would be filtering— the feedback mm-hmm. not that she needs to change like her, like a workout regimen or her eating regimen but more like your body isn't okay do you know what i'm saying it's a yeah. little you know i feel well, like if you're you- if you're going into athletics for example let's say she went into some kind of a like athletic like line um tennis or something like this you know that's a lot of training too and it's a lot of coaches telling you how you have to be as well um to be you know at your like top game for being an athlete um and maybe she's driven by that stuff. Uh, but I don't know. There's just something about like your body isn't right. That I think is just really um, a hard area. But that's me kind of projecting a little bit. So now, I think there's
0: something there to talk about, though, because there's also an aspect to this question that says, you know, the uh, career field that you wouldn't want your children to go into one day, which is saying as adults. But then there's this secondary thing of certain uh, career ideas uh bleed into childhood, uh, especially performative ones, like you mentioned, athlete or actor or those kind of things can happen during childhood. That's another answer for me. I don't want my kids in any career field until you know yeah. they've developed their That's, psyche enough to yeah. be mature enough to handle the world. And that includes athletics. And I think athletics mm-hmm. is the primary pressure point For a lot of our kids right now where they're feeling pressure, they don't need to feel. When I played basketball, uh, I loved basketball. I was a huge part of the basketball team, but I didn't feel the pressure for it to be my 24-7 life or that, you know, I had to, you know, be working on it all the time. Uh, Yeah, there isn't dramas and musicals on the off season you can't do that now so no
1: and yeah I I, as I was talking about it too I was just thinking it kind of goes for so many different things just I want to I want her to whatever field she chooses to have the mental fortitude to understand that when you get criticism whether it's because you're going into corporate America or athletics or you know anything that You know, there's a difference between your boss telling you how to perform your job better and then you changing who you are fundamentally.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
1: that takes time to kind of have examples of. So good question. Really, really good question.
0: Steven says, uh, what is the hardest, easiest part of doing a podcast slash show? Uh, Danae, I'm going to let you answer this one first. Uh, You can pick either hardest or easiest. And uh, what do you think?
1: Um. So I'm going to go with easiest because it's easiest. (laughs) Um, For me, the easiest part is having a dependable partner. Aaron and I are really well fit to work together because we really don't, we we gel well, but we also challenge each other in a really good way. So like Aaron, when he puts a show together, he has like a system and he's got a plan, which allows me to be more like free flowing and creative, which is where I feel really, really comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, similarly, the hardest part is if I do something on my own is trying to pull from that part of, that make some sort of structure where I don't usually, have structure. And that's really, really hard, um, which I can reference even just in recently. I tried to I was trying to launch my own podcast and I just kept hitting wall after wall after wall. And I just canceled it. I, I wrote to my patron supporters, apologized profusely and just said, I'm not going to do this. Like, I can't. There's too many things happening. I just can't do it. And it might be because I'm more partner minded. It might be just a, a, like a thing in my head. But it is hard to be creative consistently for someone who tends to lean on having a partner. That's my answer.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Um I think for me the most uh difficult part is the the time management. I think when you're a creative person, um you have ideas that pop into your head all the time about, mm-hmm. "Ooh, what if I did?" That? You know, I I literally could tell you, and and I won't because I'm saving them, but I literally could tell you three different podcast ideas I have right now that I think are really good, and I would be excited about doing them. Um, I could tell you about a uh, YouTube idea that I have right now. I could tell you about two different book ideas that I have of books that I could write uh, right now that I really like and have really been bubbling in my mind. And that's just the stuff that's at the top of the list where it's like, man, I kind of want to do this. Below that, there's all this stuff that's like half formed and just like, this would kind of be fun. But I'm talking about the stuff that's already risen to the top and gone, man, I really kind of want to do this. Well, how do you do that? If you if you really kind of want to do seven different things, how do you figure that out? And yeah. so I think that is the most difficult part for me as a creative person is knowing where to put my energy, knowing... Um, what I want to release to the world, why it's important to me, what is the purpose of it, all those kind of things. We talk about this show that Danae and I are doing right now. This this version of The Morning DNA has been in plans for nine years, you know, eight years now, since 2012. We have wanted to do this, what we're doing now, but it's just now become something that we feel like we're, we're we really do. able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that is also a difficult part of it, is the patience of understanding every idea has its day in the sun, Or maybe it doesn't, but it can sit there and wait until that day, you know, possibly comes. And you know what? If somebody else does it, because I know that's the fear a lot of times is like, but what if somebody else takes this idea? That's okay, because if the purpose was to get that idea out into the world, who are you to say that you were necessarily going to be the best person to do that? Um, And so so it's it's, so it's just it's a patience and an understanding of I have stuff I want to produce. I have things I want to say. Um, but knowing when's the time to do or say those things. Yeah.
1: Um, and understand like, the, the project management of it, because once you start, you do want to try to find some consistency. Um, yeah. like, but, but even with Aaron and I, we've had to take breaks from this very show to pursue other things that were like, okay, it's just time to take a pause. And I don't know, giving yourself permission to have that happen from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, really, really good questions. Uh, today. Yeah, not, not,
0: not taking the failures personal. And not even seeing them mm-hmm. as failures, just seeing them as evolutions of change is oh yeah, you that's know, huge. Moving away from something as opposed to oh this failed, so we're no longer doing it, you know mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I w- that's that's probably yeah. the most difficult for me. And
1: having good people that you can talk to and bounce off of and 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 get some encouragement from, if you are doing it by yourself, I think that's a big thing for me. And I know, like I said, I'm kind of more partner oriented. Um, In my motivations, because I like feedback and I like to be able to kind of bounce off of somebody else. uh, I'm realizing more than ever, but even whenever I was trying to do something solo, I think I would have benefited from having a consistent check in with someone since I know that I need to have. Uh, encouragement or even just a partner behind the scenes that I can work with like maybe I'm doing xyz but then I've got someone that I'm having that responsibility for that partnership mm-hmm. with um, that motivation to continue to get to that next milestone so I think also it's like finding and being okay with you not being able to do everything yourself or paring down your project to where you can manage it yourself and it's not the big vision and that's okay because like Aaron and I are talking about it's this, what we're doing now, if it is our big vision, which it's real, like, if it's not this, it's so close. Like, yeah, it has been a, it has been a long time in the making. So
0: the easiest part uh, for me is the performative part. I've always been a performer. I've always loved the stage. I've always loved the spotlight. Yeah. I like being in front of people and Very making ego-driven. them laugh. What, what I I miss what, what you said. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the easiest part for me. You know, put me in front of a camera, put me in front of a crowd. I'm going to have a good time. Um, yeah. I've, never, in yeah, a I've crowd, never really. That's a different story. Yeah. But put me in front of a crowd. Different. (laughs) Different. Yeah. I love that.
1: I I do want to, I was, when I was going through all my stuff and Mm -hmm. I continue to go through all my stuff, I found this piece of paper and on it, I had drawn a little pen and there's all these arrows pointing to different parts of it. And like, I wish I knew where it was. I would grab it. I don't have a date on it, but I was literally writing out the idea for a stylus. This is before there was a stylus. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it was before there was a stylus that would pop out of a phone mm-hmm. like mine does, right? I had drawn this and like the little button to push and everything with like these little things, how cool it would be if it opened up an app, if you could move it around. And to your point, Erin, man, would I be rich. <laughs> man, would I. But was I the right person to bring that to light? No. I didn't know anybody that could have created that. It's right. just a cool idea. And sometimes we have really great ideas and as creatives, and it's just like, you're like, well, this is a really, really smart one. I. When I found that paper the first time, I was like,
0: I would
1: have been so rich. But who would I have? I don't. I lacked the follow through Mm -hmm. to be a millionaire.
0: I invented the quesadilla, uh, you know, hundreds of hundreds of years after it was already invented. So, you know, toilet paper for me. I'm kidding. That's right. That's right. (laughs) What if, guys? Uh, All right. One more. Let's do one more. Um, This is uh, from Lolly says, in Corona times, how has your self-care changed? How are you staying sane? Good Uh, question. That's a great question. I
1: I think first I want to just say, I hope you guys are staying sane. I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope you have someone that is, Texting you or calling you to check in, especially if you're still in a really intense isolation. There's so much going on and there's so much pressure right now, um, especially for parents who have to watch their children and Mm -hmm. work from home. um, And there's just no end in sight and there's no break in what's happening. And like I think we can kind of manage in general shock and change and intensity for bursts of time. I think that we kind of can dig in and dig from this you know, this well of energy and maybe even joy and kind of like draw. But now that we're on months and months and months and months of things changing so intensely, I was just talking to a friend of mine who is incredibly depressed and there's just so much going on with her job and her house and everything. And it's like, I think she forgot that you have permission to not be 100% okay right now
0: right? and
1: that it's okay to like... You know, when we lash out th- at the ones we love or we just want to retreat and not talk to anybody anymore or, or we whatever. we just want to
0: eat the seventh piece of pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like to a certain degree, that's OK. Just make sure you're talking to somebody about it so that you're not building secrets and really living in shadow for too long. Let somebody see the dark stuff that's going on in your mind, the the, the, the thoughts that you have, someone that you trust. And if there's not anybody that you trust that's in your life. Get online and connect with a counselor, someone that you can really just be honest with about your struggles, because mm-hmm. it is this is nothing that any of us have ever experienced before. But yet we're all experiencing it together. And I just I think that we all rem- need to be reminded that it's it's OK to not be OK right now. I know that sounds super freaking cliche, but if there's ever a time to say it, we're in the middle of needing to say that to each other. Yeah, sure. Um, so for me, I would say. I need. I have been trying to make sure to reach out a little bit more um, to certain people that I know are very isolated. Um, family members who live like in New York where it's just super different landscape than it is here in the Midwest because mm-hmm. it's a little yeah. bit more chillax over here. Like we don't have as much going on. We're not all stacked up on top of each other or that kind of mm-hmm. a thing. We've got more space to breathe. And so to that regard, my life hasn't changed too much. I have a job that I was already working from home. Um, We were already living an isolated life because we lived 35 miles away. We moved home. We moved closer and haven't been able to see friends as much, if at all, you know. Um, And that's kind of been a bummer. But we've pretty much just been settling into our new house. Yeah. And so truly for me, I still have, for me a very similar amount of energy going on it's not affected me as much although we have to say no to family gatherings and parties and stuff that we're just like we're not comfortable going into those spaces and that might require that that kind of causes me to feel a little uncomfortable like sorry i'm not going to come to your kid's birthday party you know that kind of sucks um so a little awkward especially since there's differing opinions on things from time to time but i think for the most part it's just i feel like i need to do what i'm doing now right like Hang out online, have fun conversation, like send you guys love and laughter and just try to beam out something that is apart from our normal slog. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how things are for me. It's just it's that
0: I have uh, two thoughts. One is I think the complicator for all this you kind of touched on, Danae, is during a time uh, the pandemic itself is. Complicated and is something that needs, you know, self care already, like, you know, figuring out what it means to self isolate, those kind of things. Having it come during an election year in a divided country that is kind of at each other's throats in a lot of ways adds complications to that that are, can be for me very saddening. You know, the, the idea that somehow a health crisis becomes a political crisis and that's just again a consequence of a divided political culture in a very heated time of that culture and so that element of it is the part that weighs on me more i think sometimes is like i have friends who you know believe it's pretty much a hoax and not is you know not something that's you know we really should be worrying about It's no different than the flu. Like I have friends who believe that. And then I have friends who are like, I can't believe people are back going to restaurants and that schools are in session. You know, so like I have, you know, friends who are so opposed and to see the um, the way our culture has treated each other is the saddening part. So for me, my self-care is trying to remember To be the person, uh, to be a person of unity, to be a person of love, to be a person who, you know, I'm doing my own homework. I'm trying to figure out based on my own limited information, what's real, what's not, all those kind of things. But to be the kind of person who never loses sight of everyone's humanity and value as human beings. And that's, that's the energy I want to put out is keep loving each other, keep respecting each other, keep dialoguing with respect, learning to how to agree to disagree uh, instead of fighting. And so that's that's kind of how I've been approaching that part of it. The very personal part of it for me, the really the only impact that it's had for me, uh, a major impact is on my health journey. Um, I was uh, seeing a personal uh, trainer. I was doing great fitness work before this hit. And this ended all of that. And also the comfort eating has increased because of that. So I've gained weight, uh, you know, and I'm I'm still fighting that battle. But that's the part of this that I think has had the, the most as far as like a personal care aspect that I have to kind of continue to dig my way out of and figure out, okay, what does my health journey look like during this time? Because I can't keep waiting for this time not to be this time yeah. for me to pursue that health journey. So... Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, on a personal level, uh, probably the biggest thing for me.
1: I love some of the, some of the comments that were coming in, uh, from Matt saying having a 16 month, 16 month old is what has kept me sane. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but not at all. Uh, comes in Jeremy who says my kids have been the ones keeping me sane, giving me something positive to focus on. Sure. That's super true too. You know, if there's activity happening in the house, it kind of keeps the time, you know, moving quickly. And it does move quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that is something too, because, you know, normally we would be going to like the aquarium or we would go into to itty bitty city or kind of traveling, you know, to, to take her places to keep her entertained and kind of fun things. Yeah. And it's all just house. But now that we have a new house, it's kind of fun to explore and, and be here. So our situation, I think, is a little bit different in that way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Great Great questions. questions. My gosh. Great
0: questions. You are amazing.
1: We love, 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 love hanging out with you guys on Mondays at 9 a.m. And we love that it's kind of just been something that we are all, you know, tuning in to do, that we can talk across platforms. We've got people watching from uh, YouTube channels, Facebook. I'm sorry. I said the name. Um, (laughs) Twitch, Periscope slash Twitter. So, and you guys are all kind of like joining together here with us in the hub in the middle. And um, it's just been such a fun thing to be able to spend time with you guys and have fun conversations. We will see you. What is it, Erin?
0: Oh, just two things. Number one, we are two people away, uh, members of Team DNA DNA away from uh, the making me wear a shirt of your choosing for a week. Uh, So if you're interested, that's $5 a month that supports this show. (laughs) We're very appreciative of that. Uh, Very thankful and honestly humbled and surprised by how many people are hopping on and saying, unexpected." (laughs) here's $5 a month uh, to help keep this show going. We really do appreciate it. But that's at patreon.com slash studio uh, DNA. And secondly, make sure that you are wherever you want to watch, wherever it's best for you to watch. Make sure you're getting alerts of when we go live because we do go live Mondays and some days. So you can come hang out with us every Monday. But then during the week, some days we'll pop in as well at 9 a.m. Central. So We don't um, know when. Yeah, so when those days hit, you want to make sure, uh, if you want to check it out, that you ha- have an alert that'll let you know. So We would uh, tell
1: you if we knew, yes. but we don't know.
0: That's right. Because
1: every morning is an adventure. <laughs>
0: it is. Indeed it is. <laughs> when you
1: have a three-year-old, you never know, but it's always Mondays at 9 a.m. Central and then Sundays. So yeah, like Aaron said, make sure that you, whatever platform you're watching from, uh, make sure your like notifications are on. And also, if you're having a good time please feel free to share as yeah. always we know that the best way to invite more people is you guys we could always say hey we're we're over here but if you guys are having fun maybe you know somebody else who would just like to come and hang out with us so we will see you uh another day hopefully this week but if not monday again At this we'll see time. you on the
0: next uh, monday or someday
1: see you later have a good bye. day bye, bye guys Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough.
0: If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 AM Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe You can also be a member of way.
1: Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com/slash
0: studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you.
1: See you next time.